6-0 to the Wiganers, 6-0. Welcome to the very buoyant midweek Progress with Unity podcast, joined by Adam and Paul. Good evening, fellas. Good evening. Good evening. We're going to go to the coolest place on earth, Oldham Athletic nil, Wigan Athletic 6. Adam, what an evening. There. My trip was very interesting. I went for a courier before the match and they didn't serve alcohol. And you weren't allowed to take your own alcohol in. So that was a good start. Uh, And then I got to the ground and it was, as expected, absolutely freezing. Left my hat in the car, which was a smart move. I felt my ears were falling off at one point. Half time, at one point they had no hot water. So you couldn't have a brew. So I ended up having beer when I didn't really want beer at that point. And then I needed the toilet. And of course, that brings me on to the toilets. The only good thing I can say about them is they were warmer than sitting in the stands. They were absolutely terrible. They've had no love and attention over the last few years. That alone should make the owners disappear. They've not put any work into those toilets. They were very smelly, very spacious, but very smelly, not really well cleaned. One of the poorest, really, in the league. I'd have to give them two. But I guess most people want to talk about the game, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, I think that... But that's a good point, you know, because... The, the way Oldham Athletic are going, we know there was a former Premier League club. To see them in such disarray, both off the pitch and on the pitch, I mean, we witnessed that last night, absolutely demolished them. 6-0, it could have been double that, realistically. I'm not exaggerating. So, anyway, we'll go through the goals, first of all. Nice to see Tom Neely get off the mark for last six. Yeah, pity it's in a away game because the supporters club won't get a mention for that because the supporters club sponsor him. But uh, well done to uh, Tom Naylor on his first goal for the Latics. Yeah, and, and then Will Keane put one in from close by. Discuss Max Powers' thunderous free kick. He, he was just outside our, our penalty box and uh, smashed it in from like 25 yards into his own half, I think it was. Yeah, he, he, he didn't half give it a decent belt. Lovely, lovely goal. Just on that, he, he definitely strikes the ball because we we knew about that in the second half because it basically he hit another shot uh, and basically it absolutely flew. It wasn't ever going to hit me, but it nearly hit me mate Odson and knocked his warm vinto and almost took Christine Lamb's head off as well. It was so it was there was a brilliant save just before it was coming over by the guy in front of us tipped it tipped it over the bar because if he hadn't done that there would have been some serious damage done to our role. Twelve shots in the first half. I mean, some some teams don't manage twelve shots in, in a full game with twelve shots to Oldham's nil. We totally dominated that first half. Three 0 half time. We missed a, an app full of chances as well, didn't we? You know, yeah. bad luck, bad finishing. Scrambling, defending, good save from keeper. Max Power obviously involved in all three. Two very good set pieces for the first two. Uh, that second goal was very much like the start of the season, wasn't it? Pretty much every goal seemed to be Power cross keen headed, didn't it, for a, for a period of time. So, yeah, obviously Max had a fantastic first half. But I actually thought in terms of the goal that I liked the best, well, there was two that I really liked, but the one I liked the best was the fourth because I thought that was a superb move, really good interchange passing and a lovely, lovely finish for the fourth goal. I thought that was a superb team goal. That was Gavin Massey just after half time, weren't it? We came back on. No changes at half time, which I think a few people are probably surprised about, considering 
we've got a heavy workload coming. But I know on last the last podcast we did, both you, yourself, Adam and Paul said that you expected us to go with strong teams and we, we'd get a good victory because they needed game time in the legs and absolutely spot on. Who were missing last night? James McLean and... Bennett. Bennett, Tom Bennett, yeah. Yeah, that was it really, wasn't it? Yeah, there was no... Uh, I mean, obviously, Charlie White, but not obviously, Charlie's not available, is he? And Cousins, but apart from that, it's a uh, strongest side, isn't it, really? Yeah, and uh, rewarded those 731 fans in the 1,800 attendance, uh, you know, for travelling up there for seven for a 7pm kickoff as well, which they're always uh, to oh, get well, to. You were never 1,800 there, Barry. Never. Uh, Wigan had more fans than Oldham last night, so I don't know where they've got that figure from. <laughs> Second half, Massey uh, scored almost from the kickoff, and then uh, going on, Ed- Edwards got two goals. Um, one of his goals it was uh, an, a lovely ball from Jones, but he took it in his stride. I mean, he just like it sort of stuck to his foot as he moves into into the penalty area. Then he opened his body up and just uh, knocked it past the keeper. Right, which which former Premier League player did that goal remind you of? Because to me, he's exactly that's mm. exactly who I was going to say. If that had been Bergkamp, it would have been shown, you know, week in, week out for the next 20 years. I suspect this goal won't be, but <laughs> it, it, at least on this podcast, we've got to give it credit that I possibly think it's the best goal ever scored in world football. Even so we've got uh, this season. We've got Zinedine Keane and and Dennis Edwards playing for us. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah. What a team we're building here. What a team! And uh, Stevie Power as well. Having somebody shouted Gerard as he hit that ball. Didn't you know that free kick? So yeah. starts sixty two percent possession and a total of twenty two shots throughout the game. Twelve of those were on target. So. We created some really good chances, though. Oldham had five attempts, all in the second half, but they, they was all on target. We didn't pick a booking up, which is good. Clean bill of health that way coming out of it. And um, I've already mentioned the attendance, which you're in disagreement about. Uh, I know it all depends on the draw, but we must be strongly fancied for progressing through to the final now. I think there's some sides in there that you, the tie that's not been decided yet, uh, which is Portsmouth Exeter. You wouldn't want to go to any of those two, would you, away? No, or, well, the you... winner of that, the winner of that game, I've travelled to Cambridge. Yeah, yes. sorry, there's still a game behind, aren't they? Yeah. 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 But Tuesday. again, you, you know, the, those three sides, I mean, I've done it on a Tuesday night this season already, Cambridge, and uh, it's a bit... You know, it's not an ideal trip, is it? You know, there's there's others in there that if we're going to be drawn away, I mean, you'd take something like a Harrogate, wouldn't you? Because it'd be a new ground. Uh, you, you've still got... Hurtlepool. The teams left in it are Rotherham, Harrogate, Hurtlepool, Charlton, Sutton, Cambridge, Exeter or Portsmouth, and also to set to play Arsenal and Chelsea, under-21s or 23s, whatever it is they put out. Well, essentially, um, there's only us left from the northwest. There is, yeah. We're flying that flag, aren't we? Yeah. We're, not, really, we're not going to get a local derby, are we? No. So we an home tired do as well. An home tired do, yeah. Yeah. I think I think you'd you'd like to avoid Rotherham, wouldn't you? I don't think Rotherham would be that bad for us because I think we've got a bet overall better squad. I think we've got more quality in our squad than what Rotherham's got in theirs. So we can mix it up a bit. 
if there's not a lot of traveling and i mean i know none of them are exactly local but as long as we don't get one of the southern teams away then i you know i fancy us really you know otherwise we could end up with you know like two or three long trips in the space of three weeks which is never great is it you know for the players so do we know when the next round is when it's penciled in for so no it's the draw tomorrow so i I, it'd be pretty soon i would think wouldn't it i should imagine so because i think the finals usually late march early april isn't it so it's well but it's probably march this year because the season finishes in april yeah, it's my. I think they've, 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 it used to be April, didn't it? When we played Millwall, it was in April. I think first season it was in June, wasn't it? It was third of June when we won it the first time. Yeah, because we've won it. We've, we've won this, we've, haven't we? We've won it twice. Yeah, I want to win it three times. It sounds yeah. better, doesn't it? Fantastic evening. Great performance from the lads. Great to see them in action again this this year for the first time. Tello came on. Jordan Jones came on. Stevie Humphries came on. They all got uh, a few minutes in the legs. Luke Robinson. Luke yeah. Robinson, yeah, you did, yeah. Don't forget, people, we've got Markham away a week of Tuesday. Uh, tickets are on sale. I don't think there's too many left. So don't get caught with your pants down. Get yourself, you know, down to the ticket office or get it online and get your ticket. Let's let's get that away support going again. Saturday, we've got Blackburn in town. They're doing quite well at the moment in the championship. It's quite surprising, to be honest. Uh, we tried to get... a Two or three different Blackburn supporters on, but uh, they were all running scared, Adam. So that tells us something. Yeah, they were. Unfortunately, couldn't get a couldn't get a fan on. They're obviously too too busy thinking about the Premier League, aren't they? Uh, dreaming. Uh, remember, so- remember the Venki, the Venkis never thought that they'd actually ever get relegated from it because they didn't realise that there was a relegation, did they, when they bought Blackburn? That was a great night. Yeah, the Chicken Gate. Chicken night, yeah. Alcaraz, oh. 87 minutes. Brilliant. Fantastic. I remember walking up that hill back to the car in a river that was running down that hill up towards the motorway and I didn't give a stuff. Absolutely freezing wet feet and didn't give a stuff. We're always good for a late goal, aren't we? During the years, we've always been good for late goals. That was one of the... That was one of the uh, yeah, that was... And it relegated them as well, didn't it? it did, yeah. yeah, that was a bit sad. Nah, they were... They were nah. Right then, should we go with Ref Watch? The referee for the Blackburn game on Saturday is Tim Robinson, who's Tim Robinson, the referee from West Sussex, not Tim Robinson, the old cricketer. This Tim Robinson is 38-year-old, and he was appointed to the AFL referees list for the start of the 2012-13 season. Took charge of his first game between Southend United and Accrington Stanley. He's currently part of the select group two full-time refs, spends the majority of his time refereeing in the championship. Mr. Robinson has previously been in charge of four Latics games, his last one, in the 19-20 season, a home game against Birmingham. And his card watch this season, he's taken charge of 19 games, he's issued 82 yellows for a game, three reds, and he's awarded two penalties. That's Tim Robinson, who will referee the Blackburn game on Saturday. We won that game, 1-0, Birmingham. Under the goalkeeper, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was it Windows? No, I'll tell you it was. Anthony Pilkington. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well done, Barry. Thank you. Anyway, do you want some previous form? Yeah. I'm quite surprised that we've actually played Blackburn on 30 occasions. We've won eight, we've lost 15, and we've drawn seven. So not a great record. First meeting, two-legged League Cup tie back in August 86. We lost both of those games. 1-3 at home, 2-0 away. And we didn't meet again until 
the 3rd of January 1998. That was under John Dean, played in the FA Cup. Big day for Dave Whelan. Uh, I think he mentioned in his interview about breaking his leg in the FA Cup final. And I don't think we ever heard about that ever again. It was actually a very entertaining game, despite the fact John Dean came up with some weird formation to start the game with. But once we got our kind of key players on, David Lowe came on a sub. David Lee had a magical second half and scored a brilliant goal. Should have had a penalty as well, a guaranteed penalty. And David Lowe also scored. But very good 4-2 game. And I think everybody enjoyed it despite the result. We didn't actually play them in the league until New Year's Eve 2005. We lost that one once again, 3-0 at the JJB. And if memory serves me right, there was a fantastic goal in that game from Stephen Reid. If we talk about bullet shots, that was certainly one of them. We didn't really do very well at all in, a, in the early encounters. Uh, of the first nine meetings, we had seven losses, a draw and just the one win, which was the 5-3 Classic. And I think a hat trick there from Marcus Bent. Two hat tricks in that game, Adam. Sorry, there were two hat tricks in that game. Yeah, Santa scored, didn't he? It was near Christmas, and Santa scored Rocky a hat Santa trick. Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Rocky Santa Cruz. Uh, we've not done so bad in the last nine. Just two defeats, three wins, and four draws. Uh, all those games coming in uh, league meetings. Our last league meeting, I think, was a nil-nil. Just Christmas a couple of years ago when um, our friend Bradley Dack broke his leg. Blackburn currently sits second in the championship with a very impressive 46 points. They're only three points behind the leaders, Bournemouth. And in the last five games, they've won four and drawn one. And just another interesting uh, stat to bring you there on the form. Uh, before they went on that fantastic run, they'd actually lost 7-0 uh, at home to Fulham. So quite a remarkable uh, turnaround and quite uh, unexpected. <laughs> Let's quickly to mention the goal scoring charts. Let's just say that one player is slightly standing out at the moment. Ben Brereton Diaz, the Chilean international, has scored 20 goals in 26 games, which is absolutely fantastic. Come from nowhere. Uh, but a few people... Uh, who were quite uh, astute, knew that he had a good, he'd been playing well for Chile and put some money on him to score 20 goals and they have collected big money. So well, well done, well done to those. So yeah, fantastic season uh, so far and a game that I'm very much looking forward to. So I think we now move over to the predictions, back to the chair, Barry. Just 15 quid a ticket as well. It's, uh, it's good value. Get yourselves down there. Before I forget and move on, the man of the match, I bet you can't guess who it is, from uh, the Oldham game last night, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly on both Twitter and Facebook. Go on, one guess. Power. Absolutely correct. Ben Amos. Ben Amos. (laughs) Max Power was voted the Progress with Unity podcast listeners man of the match for the game at Oldham. Well done, Max. Getting back to the predictions I can see us going again with a strong team. We've got to get them minutes in the legs. There was times last last night at Oldham we did look a little bit rusty, and it was it was really good for them to get that game time. So I think they'll go with a strong time again. It all depends what team Mowbray puts out, but I think it's it, we know it's a big step up between League One and the Championship. 
uh, it'll be a tough game. And I think it'll end in a draw. But because there are no replays, it's settled on the day and we'll go to penalties. As were the penalty kings, there's only one outcome here for me. Uh, I think it'll bring Jamie Jones on in the 93rd minute of stoppage time and uh, bring him on to save and take a penalty. And I think that's how it'll finish 5-4 on penalties with Jones a year old once again. I, I think you're wrong there, Barry. I think Jamie Jones will start. So I don't think you'll need to bring him on in the 89th minute. They're flying. We're, we're doing well. They're flying high. I don't think it'll be quite as strong a team as last night, but not far off. I think there might just be one or two where you think, mm, yeah, I can understand that. Again, you're playing a team higher up that's, that's in good form. If I walk away and we haven't been tonked, I'll be happy. So I'll go with one apiece and like you, we go through on penalties. We'll have a better idea, won't we, at two o'clock. Uh, I think a lot will depend on what teams are put out. I can't see Blackburn going full strength. You know, they've got the best chance of getting to the Premier League they've had since they since they actually went down 10 years ago. And as we well know, that that that's worth 90 million. You, you know, imagine losing Brereton-Diaz to injury in that game. So... I'd be surprised if he plays. Uh, I think they'll they'll rest a few. They have been playing matches. We need game time. So I I think, provided James McLean isn't injured, I think he'll come back into the team. And I think at least one of Weir and Watts, I think, will have a game. Uh, Maybe resting Watmore just just to be on the safe side, potentially, because, you know, we know know we've done well so far with him because he's pretty much played... Uh, all of the games this season. I think we've got, we're going to have a strong side out. Players like Callum Langle love it. You know, it's a step up. I remember him playing against Liverpool in that cup match a few years ago for Shrewsbury and he was superb, upped his game for that. For that, And I, th- I think this is a made for him. It's made for a McLean. They love big games. The solid players that we've got in there as well. The likes of Power, who's experienced a great cup run with us in the past. So I actually am going to go for a win. I think we're going to win this game by two goals to nil. Just uh, picking you up there on, on Cal Watts. He wasn't even on the bench last night, was he? I wonder if he's uh, had a touch of illness or... Got him on a 12-month loan, haven't we? He's not going to be uh, yeah. back. Well, he's not going to be going back to Newcastle, is he? I mean, the, 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 the calibre of player that they're bringing in. They didn't need him at the start of the season. Well, they're not going to be bringing him back, are they, when they're signing the likes of Trippier and other players like that. So I think we've got Watts for the season. Maybe, or maybe it's just we already had one centre-half on the bench. Did we need another? Naylor can play there as well. So it might just have freed up a few more attacking options on the bench. But yeah, I've not heard about any injuries. So it could just be a bit of illness. Could be a bit of COVID. You know, you it don't... Could, could be a bit of man management here. Have a week off. Well done. Yeah. Go back to Newcastle for a bit. <laughs> And uh, get on, get on the tune. <laughs> yeah, it's probably been on the tune. That's, yeah, that's well, yeah. they are they are they are going in t-shirts there. Maybe he's caught a cold. <laughs> so it's something for us to look forward to. Uh, I, I'm getting about it. Also, we're we're at the start of the transfer window. We've not heard <coughs> anything yet, so I'd be very surprised if if we're not working on deals and uh, maybe. Come the end of this week, we might we might have a little sniff of something going on. Bailish is an interesting one, isn't it? Because he doesn't seem to be featuring at all now, does he? He doesn't seem to be anywhere near. Well, I was wondering if he'd picked a knock-up and tend to keep things close to the chest, don't they? 
on the injury yeah. front. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll 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 see with that. I mean, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't realise till last night that Ed, Edwards had had COVID. As far oh, maybe maybe you did, but I I, I didn't realise he had COVID. I thought he was just missing because there wasn't room on the bench. So yeah, fair play to him. You know, he's he, you know. The last month and a half for Edwards, pretty much starting in that Fleetwood game, I think he's been really, really good. It's good that we've got all these options uh, available. Yeah, I think like you were saying the other day, it speaks to the, the transfer policy in that you're not sat there moaning that somebody can't get a game and you're also not sat there moaning that we haven't got somebody to get a game. You know, they're, they're rotating the squad. That's why I was saying about um, what's possibly being man management. They're, they're coming and going, and they're you know it's keeping them all happy, and they're all all pulling the weight when they get the turn. We'll know more come weekend. Obviously, we're back on Sunday with a bit of reaction to the cup game. Hopefully, we're going to be in joyous mood, and we'll be looking forward to the coming week. Big game away. Yeah, I'd, I'd, if we lose to Blackburn, as long as we're not in a downbeat mode, we're happy. On that note, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye, goodbye from us. Up the ticks.